Welcome to the Know, Like, Trust podcast for real estate professionals. In this podcast, you'll discover what it takes to establish know, like, and trust, and connect with the right people for success in real estate. If you're a marketing strategist, real estate agent, or another professional in the real estate space, and you're interested in building a referral-based business, you're in the right place. Here are your hosts, Betty Russo and Christine George. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome to the No Like Trust podcast and show. I'm your host, Christine George. And I'm Betty Russo. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. We're really excited for the show today. We're so thrilled to be talking with Robin Treasure. She is a sales professional coach and author of the brand new book, Heart Powered Sales. Welcome, Robin. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, my God. We're so happy to have we you here with us today. And we're and- so excited. And so excited to be chatting with you about your new book. Um, as I, we were chatting in the uh, green room beforehand, I was just telling Robin how I've been, you know, earmarking and highlighting and, you know, saving pages and stuff. I mean, this book is really, it's one of those books that I know I'm going to come back to again and again and again, because it's, it's like a, re- a, a reference book. It's just got so many pearls of wisdom in there. So um, before we get into it, Robin, mm-hmm. I really um, uh, would love if you would just give us a little bit about your background. Tell us sort of how you got f- f- to hear from there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, you know, I, uh, I never considered myself a sales person, you know, for many years. Sales was probably the last thing that I would have gotten into. And sales is actually a second career for me. So my first car- in my first career, I was an Italian translator. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I actually uh, got a master's degree in Italian translation. And I moved to Rome, Italy. And <clears throat> I didn't really have a plan or a job. I just had this degree. And I said, I'm going to you know, figure it out. And so I ended up freelancing as a translator, mainly in the film industry. And I did that for four years and lived, lived in Rome for four years. And then I, you know, came to the point where I really wanted to move back to the States. I moved back to the States. I continued um, with being an Italian translator, working for an Italian cultural Institute. And then things really shifted. I had a, a very interesting time in my life that led to some health challenges. And those health challenges brought me to a, uh, to really explore and develop my passion for health and nutrition. And in doing that, I, it kind of opened up a whole new world for me. So often your, your, your mess becomes your message, right? So I had these health challenges. I learned a lot about health and nutrition. I ended up becoming a health coach. And then from there, I was informed of an opportunity uh, to become a sales rep at a highly regarded company that makes nutritional supplements that are used by healthcare practitioners. So this was a B2B sales role. Last thing, again, that I ever would have imagined where I would find myself, but I took the opportunity because someone helped me to reframe it. It's not a sales job. 
it's a job where you go and help healthcare practitioners get better clinical results and add revenue to their practices. And that reframe was a real epiphany for me that that's what sales is. It's about helping people. And so that's how I got into sales and ended up, you know, having a very successful career in as a sales representative and individual contributor. And from that, I, you know, just as I went, I realized, okay, you know, you're always looking at what am I doing right? What, what, what can I improve upon? And so through that process, that mental process, that's kind of how I came to develop the lessons that I share in the book and writing the book. So that, that is awesome. I, that, I loved sort of your evolution, you know, from Italian um, translator to health uh, coach. Um, and we can have a whole conversation about being Italian because yes. um, I'm a hundred percent and so is Betty. So oh, we'll no. have to do that afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, but, you know, one of the things that I loved about, well, it's, it's got such feminine energy, the book. Um, and I think that it goes against the grain of everything that we've been taught. So coming from being an Italian translator, going into the health business, um, and then learning to follow your heart in sales. What do you say to the skeptics who might think that that's too soft or intangible? Mm-hmm. First of all, you know, I, people have to go with what feels right to them, right? So if 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 someone doesn't feel comfortable uh, with taking an approach that is more heart-centered, maybe more soft, okay, but... I would invite them to consider that it's even in the title, heart-powered sales is actually not about being soft or passive or you know not asking for the sale when you should. That's not what it's about. It's more about connecting to an authentic place of power that is not power over someone else, It's a power and a strength that you can use in collaboration with your clients. And by being heart powered, it's actually a way of level setting. So that if you do find yourself being a little afraid or nervous in your sales role, you can find courage in your heart so that you can actually Find the, find the courage to connect with your clients, step forward, make the cold call, you know, ask for the sale when you need to. So it gives you power, okay? On the other hand, if you're someone who tends to be a little too aggressive in sales, a little too motivated by reaching your quota and not so much what's in the best interest of your client, Again, connecting to your heart will help you to level set. It'll help you to kind of put those motivations to the side so that you can do what's in the best interest of your client. And that does not mean that you're giving up on making a sale. It simply means that it's not your primary motivation. But oftentimes, 
when you connect from a place of service from your heart, the sales come naturally. They're actually a happy byproduct of what you can do. So to any skeptics who might say, you know, this is a little too soft. It's a little too, I would, I would challenge them to reconsider because in, in many ways, it's actually a much more powerful place to come from. I love that because, okay, so let me just make sure I, um, I just want to speak back to what I heard. So it's really, it's coming from that central place, from a place of service Mm -hmm. where it's not passive. It's Mm -hmm. actually very powerful in that you are empowering yourself Mm -hmm. to do the right thing by the client. That's right. That's right. And so, you know, sometimes, especially women, we can be a little afraid. We don't, we don't want to be pushy or salesy, right? And so we're actually quite good at connecting with clients. And of course, this is a generalization, right? But we, we do have that ability to connect, to listen. And sometimes because of that, and because we're afraid of coming across as being pushy, we may kind of like withhold an offer. We may withhold, uh, you know, the offering the product or service, whatever it is that could actually benefit that client because we don't want to come across as, as pushy or salesy. But if you know, and you, and you know it because you've done your good discovery with asking the right questions, with really connecting with your client, if you know that your product or service can benefit them, you're doing them a disservice by not off by not making that offer. I love that. It's funny, Robin, because I was just about to ask you what it means to be heart powered. Um, and there it is. I love that. I love all of you know these things that you're talking about, um, selling without being salesy. Um, I actually recall hearing a top real estate agent um, in my marketplace once say, "It's business," and I'm like, "No, it, it's so much more than business," you know. And, and that's coming from somebody who who is very experienced in the field, but just not the same take that I have on it. Um, it's so much more than business. But you talk about honing in on emotional intelligence and your intuition, aligning with your core values, which we've talked about. Mm-hmm. On other shows, um, it, it, you talk so much to what we talk about, um, and I love hearing your spin on it. But can you dig a little deeper on on those um, aspects? You know, emotional intelligence and your intuition. Yeah, absolutely. So I really believe that emotional intelligence and intuition are central core elements to being successful in sales. And so let's take that apart a little bit. Emotional intelligence means being able to be attuned to what your customer is thinking and feeling and being able to manage your own emotions, right? So, you know, which can be frustration, excitement, anticipation, any of those emotions, being able to manage your own emotions so that they don't get in the way and being attuned to what your customer is feeling so that you can meet them where they are. And of course, we've heard heard many times that people buy with emotion and then justify with logic. It's really true. 
And when it comes to, you know, Betty, you said that you would heard it say it's, it's just business. Well, certainly when it comes to residential real estate, it's, it's not at all that, right? This is, this is about people making an extremely emotional decision in buying or selling their home. And for you to kind of take them by the hand and be their guide through that process, it's all about emotion. And it's all about us understanding where they are emotionally. And yes, then they may just justify their decision with, with logic. You know, the, the logic could be about the credentials that you have or, you know, any number of things. Right. But it's really all about emotion. So being attuned to what other people are feeling. And why is that? You're not a therapist. Right. You're not you're not there to be a therapist. So that's Although not- I have been asked and very recently <laughs> my client was joking, but he was like, are you a therapist on the side? <laughs> That's wonderful. And I think probably what he was really saying was that he was making, you were making him feel heard and understood. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes, absolutely. And that's what it's about. You know, we, we, we meet our clients where they are with their, their challenges, their problems. And you have to first understand, understand, you know, what, what are the pain points that they're experiencing um, and until you really understand, um, you, you can't really bring in a solution, right? So, you, so understanding where they are, meeting them where they are, um, helping them to feel heard and understood is the essential first step before, before any deal can be moved forward. Now, intuition is, it's in the same vein um, you know, we, we all have, we all have intuitive powers. It's just a question of how developed they are, how in touch with that intuition are we, right? And so this is a superpower. This is a superpower that we have at our disposal. As women, we are definitely gifted with this superpower. Men have it too. Like I said, we all have it. We just have to learn to lean into it. And, and learn to understand it more. But your intuition can give you so much information and evidence in a second's notice far quicker than you can through any logical means. Certainly when you're tapping into what's going on in your prospect's mind, um, but then also, you know, yeah, th- throughout, throughout the, buy- the buyer's journey, you're just really helping, you're, you're using another tool in your arsenal. Your intuition is constantly guiding you. Mm-hmm. I, like to, I like to say that your intuition is kind of like your internal GPS. Ah, okay. Right? Right. You can have your old school roadmap and that's kind of your business plan. That's your plan for the day. You've got your roadmap and that's good. And we need that. We need that roadmap. But what's going to tell you that, oh, there's a traffic jam up ahead. Better take a different turn. Or, you know, what's going to tell you that, um, yeah, no, at this time of day, it's better to take this route than that route. That's your internal GPS. That's your intuition. Right. So. I, I feel like a lot of us use that. Um, 
and, and rely on that day to day. But I also feel like what you're saying is um, making me realize that we can definitely hone in better on that. Um, and, and I do feel like a lot of real estate professionals do work with this in the back of their minds, but not all do, as, as I mentioned before. Um, what do you believe, how do you believe this makes real estate professionals stand out to clients in a sea of sameness of, you know, and so many realtors, there are so many options out there. So many people want to be realtors. There are people that, that are in it um, because, you know, they think it's fun. Let me try it. And then, you know, there's people that are really, really in it. This is what they love. And, and really those are the real estate professionals I feel that are honing in more on this. Um, and maybe in the beginning for some agents, it's, you know, they were learning so much. They're, they're trying to, you know, grasp it all and put it all together. But how can they make themselves stand out by, by utilizing everything that you're talking about? Yeah, so you're right. I mean, in, in a sea of professionals, you know, what's going to make you stand out? And it's really, it, it can be your credentials. Yes, those help, right? Your experience, the testimonials that you can, that you can bring. Um, but really, at the end of the day, what will make you stand out to a prospective client is how you make them feel. Mm-hmm. It's how you make them feel and it's how well you listen and what kind of questions you ask them to really show that you're interested, to really show that you want to understand what's important to them and and to really demonstrate that you're there to bring value, not just be transactional. Mm -hmm. And that all happens in a conversation. So, you know, um, you, can, you can put your name up on a big billboard for sure, but someone won't feel that, that real connection, that real resonance until they have a, a, a conversation with you. And, and that's, that is the bottom line of how to make yourself stand out. And in that conversation, you really want to focus on listening more than you talk. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I agree with you 100%. Um, my, my thing is, and whenever I'm talking, you know, to, to an agent, maybe that I'm helping, um, sometimes a newer agent, go into the listing appointment and don't talk about you and what you have to offer right off the bat. Sit down, talk with the homeowners, learn about them, learn about their needs, their home. It's all about them and listen. So I love that. Yes. Yeah, I um I agree too and it's you know one of the things that uh I feel agents don't necessarily get is you know they want to always talk about how many deals they've done, how much volume, their market share, uh the awards that they've gotten and you you said this famous quote a couple of times in the book which is they don't really care what you do, what you know, until they know that you care. Yes. And I f- feel like that's a perfect example. It's like, nobody, nobody cares how much money you make or how many awards you've received. They just want to know that you care about them and that you're going to deliver, you know, for them. Yeah. Um, so that's a, that's a great example in the book, Robin, you talk about the ABCs of sales. Mm-hmm. 
Can you tell us what exactly do you mean by that? Yeah. So, you know, I think most people, everyone's familiar with the ABC, the, the, the classic ABC, which is always be closing, right? Always be out there, always be closing, all, you know, always be closing that next deal. Let's take a different approach. So I believe in three different ABCs. Number one is always be connecting, always be connecting. So you are connecting with your clients and prospects. You're not closing them. You are not, you're not even closing a deal. You are connecting with them and, and helping them to identify what they need and, and presenting a solution. So it's, it, it's most basic, in its most basic form, that's the most important thing is always be connecting, okay? How do you do that? It's with questions and curiosity. So that's my next ABC is always be curious. Always be curious. If someone tells you that they want, that the, the, the next home that they want to buy must have, uh, must have a swimming pool, don't just nod and say yes and make a note. Ask them what's important about that to you. Mm. get excited with them. Ooh, a swimming pool. What would, what would you love about that? What summer afternoon parties do you envision? Right. Kind of just have fun with that and, and get curious, right? Get curious, ask them, ask them deeper questions, even about surface level details. Mm -hmm. It helps them to connect emotionally to what they're telling you is important. Um, that's the second ABC, always be curious. The third, it's a little tongue in cheek, but always be classy. Always be classy. Don't bash the competition. Yeah. Um, if you make a mistake, it's okay. Own up to it. A mistake is just a great opportunity to show your integrity to your client. Um, always be classy in, you know, show up in, your, in the best version of yourself well-rested, energized, happy, excited, looking forward to working, to working with your client. Um, those are just a few things that, you know, to me embody being classy in just um, having a nice presence, having a nice presence. I love that you, you know, you also said in the book, part of that is um, if you don't know the answer, don't make up the answer, go back and get it within 24 hours. You know, you don't have to know everything about everything. Um, and again, that, that really shows your, your integrity. Um, it gives you the opportunity to show your responsiveness, your follow-up, all of that stuff. Yes, it really is a great opportunity, you know, to, to yes, to demonstrate your integrity by saying, you know, I actually don't know the answer to that, but let me get the answer and I'll get yeah. back to you. And then when you follow through, it shows so much, you know, we're in a world of distraction right now. So if you follow through on your word and you get back to them when you said you would, it, it is worth so much, so much. It is. And it takes courage, I think. Um, and in a, a bit of vulnerability to admit that you don't know something, yeah. you know? So I, I, I think I love that. Um, Robin, what advice would you give to someone who's feeling maybe a bit nervous about, 
you know, going into a new listing appointment or a new prospect meeting? Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. So, you know, nerves are normal. We all feel it, you know, even seasoned sales professionals can, can, can feel that, um, you know, in the few minutes before a meeting, and, and I really try to do this before, before every single meeting or any single engagement that I have is just to take a moment to slow down and connect to my heart. And the way I do that is it's with the acronym BRAT. So B is breathe. Okay. We know how important that is, but breathing just really brings you back to being centered. Breathe. Next, release emotional attachment to the outcome. Release emotional attachment to the outcome. If you don't make the sale, if you don't close that client, if you don't get this this transaction, you're gonna be okay. If you release the emotional attachment, you can show up and be more present for your clients. A is for ask, ask the universe for guidance. You've done all your preparation work, all your your studying. There's there's no more cram crash studying that you can do in this last minute before a meeting. Now is the time to just ask the universe for guidance. Please guide me. Please help me find the right words. Please help me show up for my client in the best possible way. Please help me to be present. Please help me to bring the most value I can to this client. And then T is for trust. Trust that it's going to unfold the way it's meant to. So B-R-A-T. That's the big brat. The little brat is the, we can be little brats when things don't go the way we want and we throw <laughs> right? <laughs> I didn't get it. I'm mad, right? But use that acronym, B-R-A-T, to just kind of recenter, get calm right before a meeting so that you can show up because they will feel that in your energy if you are centered, calm, and not attached to the sale, i.e. walking in with commission breath. Yeah, commission breath. <laughs> you know what I have to say? You can, I love how that you can really utilize that in every aspect of your life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was actually a question I had for you. So how, how does this translate into the rest of your life for you? Mm-hmm. So now I I have a practice as a sales coach. So I coach clients primarily one-on-one, clients who are in sales. And so I was actually just going to mention that, you know, it's not, as you said, Betty, this can be used in, in any context in your life. And so for me, I do this right before every single coaching uh, session that I have with a client right? Because I want to be present for them. I want to release emotional attachment to having things go a certain way during the session or, you know, to having them get certain results. I want to just be present for them and trust that it will unfold as it's meant to. So, uh, so that's how I use it now in, in my life as a sales coach. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Robin, where can people find you and where can people find the book? 
Mm -hmm. So they can go to my website, which is robintreasure.com. That's Robin with an I, robintreasure.com. And there you can find a link to my book. My book is on Amazon. Right now it's in paperback and uh, ebook. I'm actually very soon going to be recording the Audible as well. Ooh. Yes. So I'm really excited about that. Um, uh, it's, yeah, I'm really excited to get that done. So, uh, but for the moment, there's ebook and paperback on Amazon. Um, you can eat, you can find it by just looking um, up the title Heart Powered Sales on Amazon or go to my website, robintreasure.com and you'll find the link. And I would really recommend anyone who's, um, who's either watching uh, the replay or listening to the podcast, make sure you follow Robin, um, make sure you check out her book. It really is. It doesn't, you don't even need to be in sales. I mean, this is something that applies to um, anyone who's a leader, anyone who's, you know, we're all in sales. Ultimately, we've always got to sell what we're trying to accomplish, whether it's, you know, in a cross-functional uh, environment at work or whether you're actually in sales. And so this is just, it's just a, such a phenomenal resource um, to help, you know, uh, grow as an individual and as a professional. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. I was just also thinking what you just said, Christine, as uh, you know, in as a person, I, th I think you said, um, because I, I could just so see this in every interaction in how you're dealing with your family, even your kids. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I can't wait to dig in Robin. Mm. Tell me, can you finish this sentence for us, please? No, like trust is. Oh, no, like trust is the most human way to be. It's the most human way to do sales. I'm a human, you're a human, your clients are humans, make it human. And that's what no like trust is. That's perfect. <clears throat> perfect, thank you. What's one last piece of advice you'd give to our listeners? Um, what I would say is um, have the courage to just be you, have the courage to just be you in in your work in your career make it a seamless a seamless transition between who you show up as professionally and your private life you want to just lead with your heart i really believe that every single sales interaction and every single interaction in general in our lives is an opportunity to lead with your heart that will give you courage that will make sure you are in integrity and that will make sure that you, that will ensure that you are um, connecting to people in, in the most authentic way. Perfect. I love it. Mm -hmm. Well, I know that we said 30 or 40 minutes. We're just about approach, approaching that time and we want to be mindful of your time. Thank you so much, Robin, for joining us. This was truly I want to say enlightening and empowering. Um, I, I, I can't wait to dig in. Like I said before, I'm really excited to read your book. 
Um, so thank you. This, this was wonderful. For those of you that are watching, or if you listen later, um, please let us know what you think. If you can chime in to the comments uh, on this post, we'll be checking in later. Um, and we'd love to answer any questions that you have. Thank you so much. As always, if you like our show, be sure to comment like, subscribe, share it with your friends. We appreciate that so much. And give us a review. Uh, we'd love that too. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, Robin. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, we'd love it if you subscribe and leave a review. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, please reach out to Christine or Betty on social media for consideration. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Please join us next time for another insightful conversation on incorporating know, like, and trust into your business.